What's going on, everyone? This is Seth, one of the co-hosts of Engage Podcast, to bring you today something special. So, you guys liked last week's episode, the Lost Unheard episode. Uh, we have something just like that for you today. So, this is another episode that we had recorded. We actually, if my memory serves me correct on this, we had released this episode on our YouTube page, but for whatever reason... For I'm thinking it was a technical issue. The video ended up getting taken down and it was never uploaded again. So this is a re-upload, but this time to our podcast. And uh, I hope you enjoy it because it, you know, it's just it's it's really, really, really good. And um, it's again, it's kind of like a blast from the past. This was recorded to give you some context. This was recorded within the weeks after the uh, shutdown occurred in March of 2020. So um, one of the dates that I have on here was that this was recorded on March 19th. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, But uh, anyways, that's the context behind that. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome to Engage Podcast, where you got Seth Walters and Anthony Cloditis discussing the concept of time. I can't wait for you to listen to this. Buckle up. It's coming your way next on Engage. David Hollis, the quote says, in the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to. Should I read that one more time? It's up to you. I'll read it again. In the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to. First things first, that I think that's an extremely timely quote, especially with all that's going on right now, we, everyone keeps talking about when are we going to go back to normal? When are we going to go back to normal? And this quote, I, I've seen it on Facebook now twice, mm-hmm. and that's a good reminder that we should take this time to really consider, really, what is actually worth going back to. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this is it's kind of like getting the reset button hit on all of our lives, and it just. I don't know. It just it shows you so much how much our lives are just doing frivolous things and doing things that everyone else tells us that we should be doing, whether they actually say it, like if it's overt or just covert. We're just like sheep going along, being busy, you know, enrolling our kids in 10,000 sports and driving our kids everywhere. And, you know, has anyone really suffered from being at home? You know, it's forced parents to be more creative and, um, Spend quality time with their kids. I I don't mind it. I I don't mind it at all. I I really don't. I think that as Americans, we're too busy burning the candles at both ends. For me, I I miss uh, school and I miss church. I guess, well, one of the things for me and my wife we've both talked about is the fact that we really have kind of started enjoying cooking at home because when there's not really. Especially with like money being tight, with this, you know, just 
it is what it is, but the economy, like we don't really have the option to eat out as much. So even a quick meal, like just making dinner at home, like me personally, like I, I really have kind of fallen, fallen in love with it. I love, cause I, I'm not someone who's great at cooking. I've kind of, I like doing it, I like creating, but just for the simple fact that it's a time for me and my wife to have a moment together where we're talking about our day or we're just working together on something. And that's something that I, we just haven't had because our go-to is always either either make a meal um, or just get something to eat. And because we don't have that luxury now, like that's forced us. And we both said we kind of wish that once things go back to normal that we keep doing that, that we keep just – like we don't go back to that old way of of uh, of living. Yeah, that's cool that you two have that that um, realization together. So the reality is is that that's going to be a challenge. So maybe you can't do it every day like you are now. Right. But try to protect one day a week where you keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's just hey, this is family time. Yeah. We don't schedule events with anybody. We we get the board games out. We we cook a meal together, and you can even throw the kids in there and. You know, if it's if every Saturday's pizza night, you can do kind of two pizzas that you know are going to be normal with ingredients, and mm-hmm. maybe you have another pizza where the kids you say everyone pick out two ingredients, and maybe that night you have a Nutella, mustard, and um, pickle pizza. You know, and the deal is, is is everyone gets to try a bite, and you know it may be horrible or it might you might surprise yourself, but the key is is uh, you may find something really neat. Yeah. You know, that it's just a way to, to create a um, tradition with the kids and with the, the family. It's a remember when story. You yeah. know, maybe they'll do it with their with their kids when they get older. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Um, the other thing that comes to mind when I read this quote is, and I forget exactly where I heard it from, but there was an example of talking about time within your life. Yeah. And they said, uh, like on your phone, when your phone is either running slow, the battery's going out, or there's no memory, you go into your phone and you look at like how many apps you have, and they tell you that you, what you should do is you should start looking at what is essential, what's not essential. Mm-hmm. What are some apps that you need? What are some that you don't need? And then take in then finding out which ones could you live without, and then you take those out of your phone. And so that, one, you have more memory on your phone. Two, it runs smoother, and you get the most out of that, that phone. And this particular person, I can't remember if it was a sermon or what, simply said uh, that we should do that in our everyday lives with what we're doing with our time. That we should always be kind of looking at our lives as a phone and saying, how can I get the most out of my life by taking those unnecessary things out of it that are taking up so much time? And that's a cool example. You know, you're using a modern example, but I'm going to go for a throwback here with Seneca and uh, Seneca was a he was a Roman Stoic philosopher this guy was a statesman a dramatist Um, so he's he's a pretty smart guy he's up there but he has a quote and he says uh, people are frugal in guarding their personal property but as soon as it comes to squandering time they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy, right? And that's cool. I mean, think about it. We're all super frugal. We guard our personal property. We put fences up. We put cameras up. We put fences up. 
But when it comes to squandering time, we're, uh, we're all so easily wasteful in that. So I think this whole pandemic is really good for us to take a good hard look at at our lives and, and where we want to put our time, because where we put our time is where we put our value. Um, yeah. The, the Bible also, it talks a lot about time. And I just want to read, I want to draw from Psalm 90. It's, the imagery is really powerful. And he says, thou turns man back in the dust, which that's a classic reference to Genesis of God creating man from dust. And he says, a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passes by or as a watch in the night. Mm. That's like, well, isn't that powerful imagery? Mm. A thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it passes by or a watch in the night. You know, the watch in the night, this was written before we had the little button on our, on our, <laughs> on our Timex, yeah. you know, where you can see in the middle of the night. Yeah. So you didn't have any idea what time it was. You know, was it one minute that passed? Was it an hour? Was it four hours? And that's how he talks about time. And time uh, is precious. We should guard it. Yeah. I like that. I, I just love, I always love the way that Bible verses are written. Like, as someone who likes to write, I'm always appreciative of that. I mean, I think that's such a cool, a cool uh, image that gives, like, a, like, the watch of the night. I think it's really cool. Um, one last thing is it just popped in my head too. I remember a youth leader that I had in St. Louis when I was in high school gave the illustration of when he got his first job and he had to think his first paycheck was like 180 bucks and, uh, he blew through it on stupid stuff. And at the end of, it was like the end of that week, his mom asked him what happened to all the money. And he was like, well, um, and he was having a hard time recounting what he bought because it was like candy bars, this, cup of coffee, this. And uh, she said, so you worked all those hours, and you can't even show me where the money went. And he was like, no, I guess not. And she was like, was it worth it? <laughs> like, all those things you did, like, was it worth all those hours of working? He thought to himself, he's like, uh, not, not really. And he said, it wasn't just a lesson in finances. He's like, I thought about, and my, my, his mom told him, he's like, you know, the two things you need to be very careful about where they go is your money and your time. And time going with that is at the end of your life, when you look back, every minute you have is like, is like, a, like let's just say like a, a dollar. And when God created us, he gave us so much time and he gave, uh, you know, gave that time to us to do whatever we, you know, what, what we will with it. And the question goes is how, how did you spend it? And you, in your sermon, uh, shout out to Pastor Anthony Sermon. How did you spend your dash? Kind of goes back to that. Is you have that dash between your birth date and your death date? How did you spend it? Mm-hmm. You know, did you are you going to get to the end of it and look back and say, I can't, I can't point to where all those minutes went. Um, you don't want to do that. You want to look and say, I spent it well. I spent every minute well. You know, that's I think that's the ultimate goal. Yeah, a life well lived. Yes good stuff alright well hope you enjoyed it listen we want to know what you think what do you think about these two quotes this uh, before rushing back into I just read it in the rush to return to normal use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to and then you want to go ahead and read the Seneca quote again 
Sure thing. Seneca said, people are frugal in guarding their personal property, but as soon as it comes to squandering time, they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are some, what are some thoughts um, that we didn't cover? We would love to hear from you. So drop down in the comments. That's, it that I, that's all I have today. Um, I hope you have a fantastic week, and we will check back with you next week.